we try to you know make positive connections to yeah. some of these experiences especially if we have a family member who's passed away mm-hmm. um you know we try to you know say oh that's you know whoever looking out for me you know just saying hi or saying bye you know on their way to the next life or mm-hmm. or whatever you believe um yeah so yeah makes you feel good yeah hopefully Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Scary Stories to Tell at Atlas. It is our limited podcast for the month of October, where our Atlas colleagues tell us some of their personal scary stories. And today we have Ashley Renee, one of our client managers. So uh, go ahead and tell us your story. All right. So I used to live on 49th and Bedford, which doesn't mean a lot to most people but (laughs) it's kind of the older part of Omaha and um, it was a real small house one bedroom and I was in bed sleeping in the middle of the night and woke up to a hand on my shoulder and a male standing at the side of the bed and he said hello and so of course I was like said hello yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, okay. He. Oh, he said hello. Okay. The ghost said hello. Ooh. Yeah. So I said, hello. And of course I was freaking out. And then I really woke up and um, just heard like clanking around in the kitchen and everything. It sounded like plastic Tupperware was being dropped on the tile floor. And then that was it. And once mm-hmm. you woke up, he was gone. Mm-hmm. How old were you? If you mind me asking. I was 20, 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like college years oh yeah was it did you live alone no so you had roommates yeah did anyone else have similar experiences mm-hmm. they did oh, yeah. okay yep the so the person I was living with at the time um I also lived with his brother but so there's three of us living in this house um and it was actually their childhood house okay and mm. so um his mom and grandma would both wake up to the feeling of somebody pulling on their feet. No. Ooh. No. Uh-huh. That is spooky. Yeah. So did you instantly think it was a ghost or did you think it was a person? No, I, I thought it was a ghost for so sure. So you woke up and thought that right away. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. So the laundry room was also in the basement and I hated going down there because... Always the basement. basement. Spooky. Yeah. (laughs) Well, every time I'd go down there to do laundry, I would feel like I was getting chased back upstairs. Ooh. I don't like that. No. Mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. Did anyone ever do any research on the house? Like any murders or anything weird happen there? No. As far as we know, it was just an old farmhouse. Like a super old farmhouse. The um, the bathroom wasn't even attached to the house at one time. They had to add the bathroom in. Oh. That used to be like West Omaha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now it's... Like East Omaha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Where is that? If you don't mind asking. Uh, it is by Benson High School. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Hmm. Great. So did the feeling on your arm, did that, is that what woke you up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did it feel like somebody was trying to wake you up or did it feel like it was just touching you or? Yeah. It was just a hand like touch, like Pressure. firmly. Yeah. Touching my arm. Ooh. Oh, that's mm-hmm. scary. Very much so. Did so, your roommates believe you? 
Oh, yeah. 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 Because they, I mean, they grew up in the house. Yeah. So they had similar experiences. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. So when I used to work, I used to work at the state pen down in Lincoln. And uh, I was, they called it a, like a field officer. So I would walk on the yard where the inmates were just hanging out and doing their thing. And then we would walk them from gates to like visits and that sort of stuff. Um, but in the wintertime, the sun goes down pretty early. And uh, so nobody's allowed out on the yard once sundown hits. So from like 5.30 to 10, especially in the wintertime, like I was just out there with one other person and we would just walk just to make sure nobody got out or whatever. We would just, we had rounds and we would walk, walk, walk. And one night I got with this guy that had been there for a long time and he, we kind of started talking about like stories about the prison and ghost stories and stuff like that. And, and he was telling me one about how he had been in the tower and, uh, probably he'd been there long like 20 years probably i think he'd worked there and he said that there was a tower there that um people would if they were in there a lot of times they would see lights on the laundry like building because in the prison there's a bunch of different um buildings built inside the center of the walls like where they like the food place the I guess the kitchen, you call it the laundry. There's um, a shop where they built stuff and make like furniture and that sort of thing. But nobody's in those buildings at nighttime. And they would always see lights turn on and off in that one building. And then somebody was in the tower watching this and they felt like someone put their hand on their shoulder. And you, you know you're the only person in there. And because it takes like 20 minutes to get to the towers. You have to walk along the, the wall of the of the prison which is like over 100 years old and then you have to pass through each other tower to get to the where this guy was so you'd have to you'd have definitely seen somebody mm-hmm. yeah. and you would have seen him walking on the wall you would have heard him the door was like a hundred pound metal door so to be standing there in the middle of the dark you're not allowed to have a light on in the tower um because then you it obscures what you can see outside so you're just standing in the dark looking into the dark and you feel someone touching you on the shoulder oh. and there's no way to get out. You can't go anywhere. You can't like there's, you're, you're not, you don't leave until someone relieves you. You can't even get out. So I'd I would quit. Yeah, <laughs> for was, sure. I'd be done. <laughs> it was, it was a crazy place to work, but it was kind of fun too. I got to see a lot of stuff that I could go into places of the prison that you couldn't get to. And I got to go into some of the cool tunnels that were underneath the prison. Oh, and, that's pretty awesome. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. But when you told me that, it reminded me of that that guy that told me about the arm yeah. on the shoulder. It freaked me out, too. I, I do freaky. have another one. You do? Oh, okay. You tell. Yeah. So when I was little, um, I woke up in the middle of the night one night. I don't remember if it was storming or whatnot. Um, but I got to the doorway, and I saw a male figure with a cowboy hat on like leaned up against the the wall and so I ran into my parents room and I was really scared so that was back when I was super young maybe seven I don't know mm-hmm. so flat go forward a little bit and my brother has also seen the same ghost and so is my dad oh yep do they still live in this house no not anymore no. whoa it has followed so it's not in the same place. Mm-mm. Holy oh, cow. Like how many years spanned across you guys seeing this ghost? So I was seven or eight. I uh, don't know what year that would be. Yeah. Whatever. Um, my brother saw maybe maybe seven years ago, and my dad saw it just a couple years ago. Oh, wow. So a long Different time. houses. 
three different houses. So is there like a family member that like used to wear a cowboy hat? There is. My mom's grandpa. I don't know if it's him or not, but mm -hmm. maybe he's just checking up on everybody and seeing what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as a kid seeing that had to have been terrifying, uh but I mean, if you make that connection, you know, it kind of makes it a little bit sweeter. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of comforting. I mean, probably he not when it was happening, though. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he wasn't, you know, violent or no. Nope. Probably just stood there. Did it look he, like a like a person? Oh yeah. Like a straight up person, mm-hmm. like somebody standing there in the mm-hmm. hallway. But no color. It was mm. like a like a shadow. No. Like a black and white photograph, or a, kind of, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. It was like a a smoky figure, like. Like a grayish, oh, okay. like like the ghosts you see in the movies. Like, yes, like what yeah. they look like. Wow. Huh? They probably look like that on purpose in the movies because that's what they look like. Probably. <laughs> a few people have said that in their stories that we've been talking to. Yeah. Is that some sort of like illumination mm-hmm. feature to it? That are like a shadowy figure. Yeah. Wow. Which I, I from the stories that we've heard, the shadowy figures seem more angry. Mm. Yeah. Like demons or something. Yeah. Who who knows? Yeah. Wow. That Cowboy is, hat. That's, that's a, creepy. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, is it Brayden? <laughs> oh, God. Is it Brayden haunting you from the future? He's haunting us right now. <laughs> no. no, that is kind of sweet, though. Like, if, you know, we try to, you know, make positive connections to yeah. some of these experiences, especially if we have a family member who's passed away, mm-hmm. um, you know, we try to, you know, say, oh, that's, you know, whoever looking out for me. You know, just saying hi or saying bye, you know, on their way to the next life or, mm-hmm. or whatever you believe. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Makes you feel good. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, looking back, I was terrified, but now it's like, oh, okay. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it's just a family member yeah. or a creepy old guy. I don't know. <laughs> just a random creepy guy. <laughs> well, your mom never head. saw it, though. No. Mm-mm. Hmm. My mom never sees the ghosts or has, she never has weird stuff happened to her see i think it's a a gift that some people can and some people can't like i've never experienced anything even remotely ghost really and it kind of like i'm like jealous of people that have <laughs> but like That's my husband why we're has doing this. yes yeah. like my yeah. husband has um my friends have and um so yeah maybe she just can't yeah and maybe that's his way of trying to reach out to her to mm-hmm. you know or maybe he already knew that so he went to the people that could see him yeah Good point. Who I knows? have no idea. If hmm. I see him again, try I ask him. will try to ask him. <laughs> that other one that said, Hi. Wait, don't go yeah. yet. <laughs> Got a few questions for you. Hmm. Well, that was good. Yeah. Wasn't, I mean, it was kind of spooky, but. The hand one was spooky. Yeah, yeah. that one. But the cat got one me for a while. Kinda, that was kind of. It's weird because nice. it's, it's a sound like you were describing. You know exactly what the sound is, right? Tupperware. Mm-hmm. You know what that sounds mm-hmm. like. Did you go in there and was there anything like. On the floor. Yeah. I did not leave my bedroom that night <laughs> yeah, because I was either. real scared. Um, but the next day, there was nothing. Hmm. Nothing at all. Ooh. Yeah, I was almost expecting you to say, yeah, there was two things of Tupperware on the ground. Nope. Ooh. Everything was... Yikes. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, nope. Everything was where it needed to be. So, um, Brian, you had some people write in I had a couple stories. folks, so I'll I'll do... Oh, I'm excited to hear these. Let's see. Let's do this one. Do, 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 do. All right. 
This is from Heather Kylan, and she sent me one. And, and basically, she, what she sent me was kind of a historical thing about what's haunted and why. And then she told us her experience with the place. So it's kind of cool, but it's a little bit long, so I'll read it. All right. And this takes place um, in Texas, down near Dallas, in a place called White Rock Lake, which I've seen on like some ghost shows before. Um, so I'll just read through it, and then we'll... Unfortunately, we don't get to ask any questions, but... Yeah. We'll just make assumptions if we need to. All right. White Rock Lake first opened in 1911, but became an official Dallas City Park in 1929. The 1,015-acre lake, that's big, yeah. includes more than nine miles of hiking and biking trails, several picnic spots, bird watching, fishing piers, and event facilities. It's surrounded by Mockingbird Lane, which is the street the Munster's house was on on the TV show. Uh, Buckner Boulevard, Garland Road, Lothar Drive, and Wisted Drive. So those are streets that take you to this lake. Tales of the Lake's apparition are said to go back as early as 1930s, so that's right after it was uh, made a park. But the earliest written accounts were from Dallas author Frank X. Tolbert in 1953. The written tale was based on what Guy Malloy, former director of displays for Neiman Marcus, so that's what shopping mm-hmm. store, mm-hmm. told Tolbert in the early 40s. In Malloy's version of the story, he claimed to have given a ride to a young girl while driving home after working late. The girl told him she had been at a dance with her boyfriend before they were in a car accident at the lake. Malloy wrapped the girl in a raincoat in his back seat, but once they arrived at her home on Gaston Avenue, she had disappeared. The only oh. thing that remained in the car was the raincoat. Ooh. Years later, Malloy's wife claimed to have also been in the car and that the girl had been wearing a stunning Neiman Marcus dress. Hmm, that seems like product placement to me. That's where the guy worked. <laughs> Since then, other residents have claimed to have picked up the young hitchhiker, and some of them have written to the news, which is the people that are telling the story in the past, to share their encounters. In some versions, the woman is wearing her wedding dress and a nightgown, and others, some say the woman died in a boating accident, either killed herself at the lake, or ex-boyfriend drove them into the lake. Ooh. Beautiful woman will stand beside the side of the road and signal frantically for help for motorists that are driving near White Rock Lake at night. When a motorist stops to aid the woman, she will ask to be taken to an Oak Cliff or Lakewood address. She will also say she prefers to ride in the back seat because her dress is wet. She will sob quietly through the car ride but will not say a word. And once the motorist reaches the address she has given, she will either have disappeared from the back seat or will jump out of the car and run up to the house and disappear. And like Malloy's story, the ghost will often leave a damp spot in the motorist's back seat. Legend has it when the motorists return home the following day to acquire about the woman, the homeowner will say that fits description fits someone who had previously lived there and drowned in the lake before. So this is where she says, so this is where I come in. We, and this is her and her kids, went to visit this, visit this lake at night. We went to the spot where she is said to have been seen, and we rolled down the windows to our car and stuck our hands out. It was a very warm summer night. We drove around to the spot where she was supposed to be, and then we felt a very cold wind right outside the car. When we tried to roll up the windows, they would not move. We could not oh. get them to roll up. So, of course, we freaked out and we drove off. So that's her story about Oof. White Rock Lake. I have goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Spooky. That's a good one. So that is. That's crazy. There's another story like that that's based out of Chicago, I've heard, where there's a girl that died either after a uh, dance or something like that in the 50s. Um, and uh, I guess the ghost story basically goes, somebody picks her up and they're driving her to the address that she says, and she always disappears near this cemetery. And it's like one of the Chicago's most famous ghost stories, but that's Ooh. what it reminds me of. They're always 
that they I guess the person says their name the lady will tell them their name and where she's going and then they've like verified that her, her body's in the cemetery when they drive by it or whatever wow. creepy, creepy stuff so yeah ghosts in Texas and I think I have another one for her uh, for another episode we've got one more she told me another story oh, that yeah. she's got so okay but yeah that one was from Heather from Heather 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 <laughs> Heather Kylie Heather Kylie well Ashley thank you for joining us You're thank welcome. you for telling us your stories of course and everyone just uh, our listeners listen out for our next episode but until then stay spooky <laughs> <laughs>